Julie Jones with the Adventures of Julie Jones. And I'm super excited to welcome this week's guest. Of course, the premise of this show is always to have amazing, exciting, inspiring people that I know in my life. And this particular guest, prior to recording the podcast, we were talking about how long we've known each other. And holy cow, it's hard to believe. I think it's been about 18, 19 years, which is super exciting. Probably one of the very first people that I met here in Arizona 21 years ago. So welcome to the show, Kina Rosen. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, thank you so much, Julie. What an honor to be on your show. Thank you so much. Okay, so before we really get into who you are, we got to talk about the story of the kangoos, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Gosh, so for those of you who are listening and may not have ever seen me in person, and sometimes on Zoom, you just don't know how tall people are, right? They like, they walk into a room and you're like, oh my gosh, you're really tall or oh my gosh, you're really short, right? So when I'm doing these podcasts, we do it visually as well so that we have somebody that we're talking to. It just so happens that I am six feet tall. So I met Kina in a networking event. I met some of the greatest people in my life through networking. And she was selling what I call these bouncy shoes. So talk a little bit about that, Kina, like how things got started and how I I decided on these bouncy shoes. Oh, yes. So I used to go to these uh, different networking events wearing these bouncy shoes. That was part of my uh, piece of being a fitness trainer. And um, Julie saw these shoes and she wanted to know more about them. And she tried them and completely fell in love with them. They're like a rebound shoe, um, an elliptical, and um, gosh, an elliptical, like all of it wrapped around one pair of shoes that look like rollerblades. And they're absolutely amazing. They're so much fun. And and I just thought, wow, this lady's pretty amazing. She's pretty open-minded to try these crazy bouncy shoes. And then the rest was history after that. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I think they took me from like six foot tall to six foot five because of the, the height on those things. But I loved them, especially when I did an all-day event that I was on my feet and I put them on, first of all, to attract attention. And, but more importantly, man, my legs were like, they, they were so comfortable. Like they didn't bother me because I had, you know, like the spring, the spring in my step. If you could see me walking right now on, you know, on camera, I got a spring in my step, but Kina, that was like the start of your entrepreneurial journey. So let's like, let's talk about who you are now today, what you do, like how you are so inspired to help people. Yeah. So, um, I've been a fitness trainer for over 18 years and absolutely love being a trainer. And I had been in a car accident and also had a client of mine that um, was also dealing with um, some health issues. And that's how I came across the, uh, the stretch therapy was actually some of my own health challenges And then seeing how much of a difference doing the stretch therapy helped this client of mine and my business just evolved from doing personal training to doing this stretch therapy and then adding a bunch of other really cool, fun, interesting stuff 
to the mix. It's just been so much fun and then being able to help all kinds of people get better. And it's just, I love it. So fun. Well, that's right. Because if you're not having fun, you're doing something wrong, right? Because it shouldn't seem like it shouldn't seem like work, right? So you're known as the stretch ninja, which I love that about you. Kind of talk about because I don't think that people always recognize. I know that I've been told that I should be stretching more and I often don't. But what's really the the huge health benefits of stretching and kind of how do you help people through that? Like what's the kind of like maybe a typical session or, you know, why stretching, I think is the key, why stretching is so important. So stretching actually helps with better mobility, um, increased uh, blood flow. It also helps with injury performance, I mean, uh, injury prevention, athletic performance. So there's a lot of things that it actually helps with. It's very complementary to other modalities. So when people come in for sessions, it's an assisted stretch. So we're kind of just checking their alignment, you know, see how they're doing, if they're having any major back pain, shoulder pain, whatever is going on, or maybe they're just overly stressed. So by stretching, it actually helps create more space in the body. And it also helps with calming down the nervous system. So that's a big you know, byproduct of the fascial stretch therapy that it actually really, I have crashing ocean waves in the background to get my clients to calm down in the sessions. Sometimes they think they're going to fall asleep, but I have them moving around so much that they can't. And we have lots of um, comic relief going on too during the session too. So ninjas kind of, they don't know necessarily what just happened? They just feel different. That's awesome. And, you know, and like, if you look and, you know, of course we don't name names because I know that can be like, you know, sometimes a HIPAA violation, right? But like, who is like one of like, maybe your biggest success clients or somebody, because I, I know that you feel the same when you have your health, you have everything. And I've probably said this on this, you know, podcast before, because the foundation of everything we do is, you know, healthy body, healthy structure, all those kinds of things. So like, how have you been able to turn somebody's life really around by them coming to see you? So I like to think of myself as more of a stretch coach. So rather than like with a massage, somebody comes in and they're doing this for them. I'm doing this with my clients. So I'm getting feedback during the entire session, you know, giving them homework and then constantly fine tuning it each time they come in, like moment by moment. Okay, so let's do this. Okay, all right, how does this feel? Are you feeling some sort of relief? So um, I've got a lot of different modalities in here that I blend in to help my clients. I mean, one example, you know, I had a lady come in that had been in a really bad car accident and she was just having a lot of pain. And through the work that we had been doing in the sessions, she was actually able to work out again and she was able to walk with a more even, you know, cadence than she was before. So she had thanked me that now she's not in 
pain anymore like she was before. So taking people out of pain where they can actually have, you know, a normal life is huge. Um, yeah, I mean, there's even like clients of mine that I've worked with that are, you know, athletes that have done, you know, hundred mile races, and then they've come in for recovery. I mean, a hundred miles. Are you kidding me? That's a whole lot of running. <laughs> and the, one of the ladies had said that she could have easily done the hundred miles all over again after the session. So I don't know about that, but she said it really helped. So <laughs> well, that's a testimonial in itself. Let me tell you something. Anybody <laughs> who does a hundred miles running, like I, I did once, and I don't know if you if you're a runner, if you do a lot of running. I remember setting a goal for myself and I did a half marathon once. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was like more than enough <laughs> for me. The, the cool thing about it was is that when I when I did the half marathon, I was finishing my half marathon in the same time that some Kenyans that were running in the race. We're finishing the full marathon. So everybody was cheering for them. I was like, oh my gosh, look at all these people cheering for me because I was crossing the finish line <laughs> on a half marathon at the same time that they were finishing a full marathon. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's fun. Yeah. I used to do more marathons and, you know, half marathons like with my dad. And uh, then I decided I wanted to take that energy in training my clients. So a lot of these runners find me because, you know, I do talk about how that is my background coming from long distance running, but, um, I think we all have our seasons and I'd much rather support them now than run 26 miles. So <laughs> I'm with you there, sister. I am with you there. So, you know, throughout your, your, your life, cause you've been pretty much an entrepreneur your entire life. Have you not? Like, and I know that that stems from, I remember your father, you know, and like with him being an entrepreneur, but like kind of talk about your journey. Have you always been an entrepreneur or like, did you have your traditional nine to five? Cause personal training is being an entrepreneur, but like what, what, what did life look like for Kina before, you know, following your passion? Well, I've had all kinds of different jobs. I mean, we're in, I always wanted to make sure that I did something fun. So I always made sure that whatever I was doing was fun. There was a couple of jobs in there that maybe weren't as fun. And I realized that maybe I was on the wrong side of the fence. But I mean, I've done everything from selling radio advertising to car sales to selling shoes at Nordstrom. And that's where I learned my customer service skills. Um, pharmaceuticals though, that was a rough one. Yeah, that was definitely one that I realized that um, I wanted to be doing something that I could really make a difference with people's health and uh, have my own business rather than that nine to five or, you know, the 16 hour days. That was not what I wanted at all. So yeah, there's, oh my gosh, even being a tech rep for a shoe company, that was an amazing job. Oh my gosh, we had so much fun. 
just traveling around the country, training stores on these really cool shoes, going, getting to go to these different boutiques. But I think when you have that fire in your belly and that you're self-motivated, you can pretty much so do anything. That I think really for me, the thing that kept me going is always setting goals and achieving those goals and sometimes not always making it, but reevaluating. Um, that's always, ever since I was a little kid, I'd been always setting goals. I had like been doing goal setting. I think the first time I started that, I was about eight years old. So just always being in that mindset of, okay, what can I do better? And what's the next thing that I want to achieve? And if you're always in that place of knowing that you can do more with your life. And, you know, my dad, you know, as a kid telling me, you can do anything you set your mind to doing anything. (laughs) And sometimes we do bite off more than we can chew. (laughs) <laughs> and that happened a couple times, but, uh, you know, just really having that belief that you can accomplish anything you set your mind to, you know, well, and I, I love that because, well, and you were taught that, right? I mean, so did your father also teach you a lot about goals? Like, was that something or was that something you just picked up on? I'm really interested to know because in my family, there wasn't anything around goals. Like not, I don't even remember my parents setting, which I don't believe in resolutions, right? Yeah. So like the whole goal setting idea was so new to me, so foreign, especially when I started my own businesses, because even a lot of times in a nine to five, when you're not taught about goals, I didn't even have like really personal goals. And so it's been a journey of goal writing and goal achieving and all those kinds of things. But talk a little bit about, you know, where, where those thoughts of those ideas came from. Well, I remember my grandfather used to send me motivational quotes in the mail from like little news clippings, like um, Charles Swindle, you know, talking about um, attitude and, you know, 93% of the things that happen in our life are actual attitude. And then the other 7% is actually what happens. So just being around the motivational kind of stuff. I mean, I, I don't really remember having the conversation about actual goals with my dad. I'm sure at some point we did. Um, I think a lot of it was just him leading by example and me just watching the things that he was doing and then just kind of sitting down and going, Oh, so what do I, what are some of my goals for like my birthday? Like, what do I want for my birthday? And I think it just evolved from there to just, you know, more things that I wanted to be able to achieve. Um, I think really, I remember it coming from my grandfather, really, because he was, you know, he was in sales back in the day and he was the, the pep talk guy. So it kind of started with him and then my dad and then that I, you know, got some of that too. So, so like they say, a chip off the old block, right? <laughs> if I'm even a 10th of my father, I think I'm in big trouble. And <laughs> I think I'm way more than a 10th. And I just, 
adore him more than anything. And I'm so grateful that I've got such amazing parents and especially, you know, a dad that is constantly reinventing himself and has like no fear, like he has no fear. So it's just fun to be around that. And just like, if you're ever not feeling good, it's like, oh, you can have a pity party for like a half second and then you need to like get over it. (laughs) I love that. So when you talk about that, you know, that he has no fear. So do you find that you've lived a lot of your life like that as well with no fear? Because obviously being an entrepreneur, like we never know what the future holds, right? So we're always out there and it's like, okay, well, we're going to try this and see what happens. And so do you think that that's played a role in your life? Oh, absolutely. I mean, as a teenager, you know, I was 15, heavily into my sports. I get diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And I was terrified that that was going to ruin me. And the first thing I asked my doctors was, was that going to affect my sports? And they said that it could complicate things. And so I made up my mind that I was going to prove anybody and everybody wrong that questioned whether I should be doing sports or not. So that was already like, you maybe shouldn't do this. But I was like, oh, honey watch me, watch me. So that was really what fueled me. And then I just kept on going. I mean, so whenever there's been anxiety and there, of course, there's been anxiety, I do my best to turn it around. So maybe if there's like a day where I'm just having an off day, I'll take a moment and figure out what's something nice that I can do for somebody else to shift that energy. And I find doing things like that, or even if I haven't been around enough people lately, you know, having that human connection and maybe going to an extra meeting, maybe go to an extra networking meeting, you know, do something where you're around people making those connections. So that's, that's what's worked for me not saying that it works for everybody. Um, You know, I've certainly made mistakes and, you know, maybe things in business where I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Or maybe I took one too many certification classes. That was a waste. (laughs) But you know what? There's always a blessing in there somewhere. You know, things happen for us, not to us. If we can just keep that mindset that there's a reason why those things happen, you know? Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's never easy being an entrepreneur. You just have to have the discipline that what's the alternative? What is the alternative? I mean, some people are driven by the freedom of having their own business. Some people, you know, they want to do it to make more money. You know, for me, it was always doing something that I was super passionate about and that I could make a difference in other people's lives and have the flexibility. And that was really what drove me. 
you know, and I'm still constantly in a place of reinventing myself and adding new things to my stretch therapy repertoire. So my clients have an amazing experience. (laughs) Yes, I'm excited because actually about in a little over a week, you know, I get to come in and experience all that amazingness that you offer. And Kino, when I'm listening to you talk and there's There's no doubt in my mind, you know, why we connected all those years ago and why we still stay connected is that because like attracts like. And so I I smile to myself here as I'm listening to you about the things happen for us, not to us. Because if you've listened to this podcast on a weekly basis, I've probably said that more than once. And I love your perspective on things because it's all about the reviewing and it's all about, you know, taking a look and evaluating our life because I've also said this before, there is no stagnant. There is no like stable. You're either growing or you're dying. That's mm-hmm. really the truth. And so when you look at those things and you say, oh man, maybe I shouldn't have taken that, you know, extra certification, but you grew out of that. Like it challenged you And again, you were able to look at it and say, okay, this is what benefited me. And this is how I'm able to benefit my clients. We don't know at any given moment, the lessons that we take and how we move those forward. And just like myself, Kina is like really a connector of people. Um, We're both in um, BNI, which is Business Networking International. And we love, love, love. So when she talks about networking, we both love to network. Because we're both altruistic. So we love being able to help support other people in their businesses, be able to connect them with who they're looking to meet and how can we help them. And so like, that's how we met. We met through networking, right? (laughs) Some of the best relationships and the best friendships I have throughout all these years has been based in that networking. And how long have you been part of BNI and What's like one tip that you can share about being an effective networker? Oh, wow. Um, I have been in BNI. It's going to be going on, it's to me going on five years. And I really, the key to networking is wanting to be a resource, really liking people, like, It's okay to like people. I mean, this is a people business. And if if you go into it with the attitude of who am I going to meet today and how can I be a resource? You know, like I like to gamify it. It's It's a game for me. Like if I could change somebody's life by a connection that I'm able to give them, On my Facebook page, on the very top, it says queen shopper of people and shoes. And it's so true. I love shoes and I love connecting people. My dad and his business partner um, met through me and they've been in business now together. I think it's been about 14 years. Their anniversary is going to be coming up on Valentine's Day. Is that sweet? (laughs) <laughs> that is. It's like their golden, their golden business anniversary, right? You know, if you've heard a golden birthday, like, you know, mine was 
when I was three, because I turned three on June 3rd, you know, how, so however, how cool, like he better be doing a big celebration, like 14 years on the 14th. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's 14 years. It might be one more year of than that, but I, I think it's 14. Yeah. So, well, and I, I, you know, it speaks volumes. And again, like when you talk about the whole idea of gamifying, it goes back to your idea of fun. Like you can tell that you put fun into everything. So have you always had fun? Like if you like, you know, was fun always part of your, your family? Like, did you grow up with fun or how did that become such an important value for you? Whenever my sister and I would leave for school every day, my dad would always say, have fun. And so it's always been a big part of our life. You know, we would go boating on the weekends and you know, my dad worked a lot of hours, but whenever he was around, we always had lots of fun. And that's no joke. We really did. And it's just always been one of my key things in my life is always wanting to make sure that I'm doing things that are fun. I mean, when you have a medical condition that you're that you need to manage every waking hour. Your perspective on life and things change. And you're, I, I feel that I'm really grateful to be able to have my health and I want to have fun. I mean, why shouldn't we have fun, right? I mean, what's life without having fun, right? It. I couldn't agree more because... Well, I'm just going to make, you know, Keena smile. For those of you listening in, you're not going to be able to see this, but I'm known for my googly eyed glasses, right? And so I just threw those on and she's smiling and laughing. <laughs> this is my version of fun, right? And so many people know that I'm like the costume queen. I can be seen in costumes. Like I walk around my town here in Arizona. I live in Fountain Hills, Arizona. And I'm, I can be seen in costume all the time. I have a turkey costume. I have an Easter costume. I have, you know, an elf costume. I mean, you name it, I probably have it as a costume. Like I could do a costume rental <laughs> store. Like that could be one of like, you know, another source of income for me. Oh in fact, for a while, I thought about, you know, being one of these people, like, you know, I know that they had the Zoom bombers that weren't so great, you know, like doing like naughty things, Okay. But I was going to be the Zoom bomber in costume. So like I would show up and make people laugh, right? That like they knew that I was coming. So like if you were doing a surprise party on Zoom and then I show up and I'd be in costume and just make everybody laugh because really, why not? Like if you have the ability to make people smile and make people laugh and people are attracted to people who are having fun because there's enough have tos in life, like you get to have fun, right? Right. Like we talked about last week. Look at this. Okay. Look at how cool this is. I'm going to explain this to everybody. This is a Yeti water bottle and I put glow in the dark stickers on it because I am going on 12 years old. I love being a little kid. So how fun is that to have glow in the dark stickers? Everything can be like that, honestly. So, Kina, as we're kind of wrapping up and, you know, we're talking about things, like how is the best way for people to connect with you? Um, if you're here in Arizona, of course, you get an opportunity that you can 
go see Kina, but I'm sure that there's opportunities that you may just want to connect with her, you know, if you're out of state. So kind of talk about best, best ways to connect with the fun goddess, Kina Rosen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you can actually find me on Facebook. My business page is the Stretch Ninja. So that's probably just the easiest way to find me. My phone number's on there. You can um, private message me there. And um, I'd say that's the this the easiest way to connect with me and um, would love to connect with you. Yes, absolutely. Like if you need to incorporate a little bit more fun, maybe you just want to connect with Kina about like ideas for fun. If you can't get all your ideas for fun from, <laughs> from me, right? <laughs> so speaking of fun, what is something fun that you have upcoming like maybe this weekend and this year, like anything that you're thinking about, like, man, I can't wait because we're going to have some fun. Oh my gosh. Let's see. I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait to get to some more art festivals. I absolutely love going to an art festival. So that's, and then seeing my little niece my little niece. That's going to be so much fun. I'm going to bring the trampoline over and lots of musical instruments. Her mom, I don't know if she's going to be happy with all this noise, but it's going to be so much fun. Yes. Listen, you know, you're the fun aunt, right? Because that's what it is. You can sugar them all up and then say, here you go, mom. Back at you. Get them all full of energy. And art festivals. I love art festivals. In fact, it's so hard for me to go to those anymore because I always find something that I want and I'm running out of wall space <laughs> in my home. So it's like in being tall, as we, we talked about earlier in the in the broadcast, it's like I have pictures hanging way up high. Like, you know, they're kind of eye level for me, but it's like any kind of given wall space, who says that everything has to be hung at the same level? I got pictures and things all over the place in the house. So on that note, I would like to thank you again, Kina, for being an amazing, fun guest. Here, I'm going to wrap up. I've never done this on the show before, but I'm going to wrap up with this because it just comes to mind. So a mushroom walks into a bar. They say, hey, we don't serve mushrooms here. You know what the mushroom says? What? Why not? I'm a fun guy. That's a good one, Julie. Where's your mushroom costume? <laughs> I'm going to have to get a mushroom costume when I tell that one. If you're listening in, yes, that is me. <laughs> the fun guy, Julie Jones. So, Kina, thank you so much again for being a guest on this week's podcast. It was absolutely amazing to have you and to share some insights for all of those who are listening in. And so this is Julie Jones signing off for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. As always, I appreciate you listening in. Share this episode with someone who needs a little bit more fun in their life and needs a little bit more maybe stretching as well. (laughs) And as always, have a Get Shit Done productive type of week. We'll talk to you soon. Time is our most valuable asset. And I certainly do appreciate yours. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Shit Done podcast with me, Julie Jones. If this episode was helpful for you, 
please subscribe and give me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. This goes a long way in helping others to find the show too. Are you ready? I mean, really ready to make the next step towards living your best life now? Then contact me at juliejones.biz to schedule your call with me. You can also find additional information on contacting me in the show notes. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. In the meantime, be sure to live your life with purpose and passion.